Welcome to Konoha Crush, a clandestine effort to exhaustively research and document events occurring in and around the village hidden in the leaves. I'm Ruby. I'm Gwen. Hey Gwen, how's it been? Hi, uh, I'm good. It's been alright. Uh, not really up to anything this week. Yeah, I, I I can't say I've been up to a ton either, really. I mean, like, I've been I've been chilling. I've been hanging out with friends. I've been playing Final Fantasy V, and I think that game's a delight. Um, but, you know, not a ton I feel like compelled to talk about in the podcast. One day I'll watch anime that isn't Naruto again, um, and hopefully that won't be too long from now. But it didn't really happen this last week for me. Yeah, I'm not really watching anything new either, like nothing I really feel the need to talk about, uh, which is probably good, because we have four episodes today. We have four episodes. Yeah, um, you know, we'll, we have four episodes. We won't have four episodes again for like a while. I don't know when the next time this will happen is, but we're good for like... We're good for the foreseeable future. We're good for as far as I'm thinking ahead about this. Yeah. If you don't really have anything you want to talk about, do we just want to kick it off? Yeah, sure. Episode 26, Special Report, live from the Forest of Death. Well, folks, this one sure is a recap episode. It starts off with a fake behind-the-scenes skit where Naruto announces a new time slot and opening. The next part of the episode is framed around Konohamaru and his pals interviewing Naruto outside the Forest of Death before the exam. Then, Sakura explains ninjutsu and the abilities of the other main characters, and Sasuke talks about the other characters and rivals. And we close the whole situation with a scary new ending song. Yeah, so this is like... This is this episode is kind of interesting in some regards, in the sense that, like... I mean, rather than being in the sort of, like, traditional position of, uh, like, a recap episode where, due to, like, just pre-scheduled, like, downtime in the production, or, like, needing to buy time uh for a production that's like in a kind of dour place this is like i mean there was another episode of naruto that aired like immediately after it when this initially aired on television japan this is like you know the move to a new time slot we need a we need a special to like introduce new audiences to naruto uh we're gonna play that instead of prince of tennis this week it's kind of funny that uh that whole setup in the dub was just translated like totally straight yeah, I was like very curious about that. I was looking into this because this did this did air on this episode did air on uh, television in America, right? And it rather than being like a like an episode that aired immediately before another episode, it aired immediately before uh, the show went on break for a couple months. Uh huh. Um, like I, I have to assume that in the initial broadcast of this, these like framing device bits about like the behind the scenes stuff and about like oh the show started half an hour too soon so we gotta we gotta stall for time while we get the actual episode ready is like i mean i assume they just didn't air that because again this episode was like 26 minutes long which is longer than you know an episode that goes in a half hour time slot on american television is so i assume that just gets cut and then got newly dubbed for the uh dvd releases where they just very directly talked about like yeah we're (laughs) We're airing at, it was like, 7.30 p.m. now, right after Prince of Tennis or whatever, which is, like, it winds up serving as more than just, like, here, here's what happened. It winds up being an attempt, at least, about, uh, about uh, like, introducing the show to, like, you know, people who might not have seen it before. And we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about what it is as that, but before, you know, before we get into that, we got to talk about the opening, just like Naruto says. We got the new opening here. Yeah. How are you feeling about this one, Gwen? I like this one a lot. It fucking goes, right? <laughs> it fucking bangs. <laughs> it's good. It's good. The song is good. The, the the sequence is really good. I'm like... Like, this is the one that I remember. This is... Yeah, yeah. Like, we, 
I think I talked about the first opening back when we talked about that being like, oh yeah, here's like kind of a an interesting vision of Naruto that feels sort of like nostalgic and distinct and like you know it's, it's, it's not exactly what Naruto is, but it's like a presentation of an idea and like this opening is like, oh, this is Naruto. This is what Naruto is. It's like it feels so fully formed in its aesthetic sensibilities. Um, it's just kind of like really exciting to see it just like explode onto the screen in that way. Yeah, it's awesome. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I uh, just talking about the the stack. Like this this um this opening was directed and storyboarded by Toshiki Turu, and uh, the animation director on it was Hirofumi Suzuki. We've talked about them before. Um, you know, they did two of the episodes at the end of the uh, at the end of the Land of Waves arc, and they did uh, the first opening also. Yeah, again, I, I think this is another like really strong um, representation of like yeah, these are this is like a, a like a creative duo that like understands and is able to like display the source material in a really appealing way um and another thing that i found kind of like i i guess surprising because like i remember this opening sequence but i didn't remember how much of it was like just really static and i think it works very well in spite of that i think it, it does a lot of good work it's like yeah i mean we only have a few big flashy cuts but they're placed very well and they're like paced throughout the they, they give the opening a really great sense of pace mm-hmm because you get a really wild cut at the beginning where the camera's kind of like rushing by Team 7 and the angles are really dramatic. That's by uh, Tetsuya Takeuchi, who did the big uh, Zabuza, like, charging and cutting through all of Gato's goons and then killing Gato cut back in that episode. There's another Tetsuya Takeuchi cut, uh, cut later, which is the one where um, it zooms in and Gara as he, like, raises up his hands and then, like, cuts to the rotating shot of, like, Naruto and Sasuke as, like, Orochimaru's eyes uh, come into center behind them. And so, you know, you got those two moments. You got, like, a few other bits of, like... You got the very like brief action highlight bit where you know you got Rock Lee who's like kicking the guy. I think Hinata's there. I think there's a third person. I don't remember off the top of my head right away. But, but like even outside of that, like while the chorus is going, it's still a lot of like pretty static imagery with like just a little like slight bit of movement. I, I, I think it's better. It just has, it has just this really great energy. It has. Uh, I mean, I, I think a thing it does really well is that there's a lot of like little moments in it where it doesn't quite register how like static it is. Um, or like, well, like where, where those little like shortcuts are being taken because it's like matched to the music so well and because like the bits of animation there are so snappy. Like the bit like in the lead up to the chorus where you get the like you you you, you get the sh- you get the like various members of different teams like appearing on screen to the beat. Like then there's like the animation of them in the background, but like usually only like one or two of them are actually animated. But like unless you're like really looking for that, it's it's a thing that has like such a like dynamic sense of like matching the music and like just go- going forward that like you know it, it doesn't really it doesn't really stick out that like oh one of the characters back there isn't moving at least to me unless i'm like trying to pay attention to it and there's like there's like this kind of like really fun like repeated like visual idea throughout the opening it comes up a couple times where like you know it, it happens um the kind i talked about before where like it, it cuts from gara to like the rotating shot of naruto and sasuke and like naruto's rotating to the background while sasuke rotates into the foreground and roshi yamaro's eyes are like rotating forward to look at sasuke and then, like, it, it it cuts from there to, like, a shot rotating in the other direction with Naruto front and center. And it, it does a, a similar thing towards the end where, um, you know, you got all the various ominous villain shots. And then, like, we, 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 cut to, we cut to Naruto, like, standing back up and getting ready to fight. And I think there's, like, I, I don't know, I, I think it, it plays is in a really fun way with that imagery of, like, okay, even in the... Uh, I, I, I think it, like, manages to position Naruto in, like, a really heroic way very successfully. And I think it's very, I don't know, I, I think it's very striking. Yeah, do we want to talk about this recap then? Yeah, we could, we could talk about the recap. Okay, so the the thing that really um that really stands out to me in watching this recap is that 
at the very least, if I, I mean, I, if I was watching this, if this was the first episode of Naruto I had ever watched, I don't know that I would like Naruto the kid very much. I don't think it gives a very flattering picture of him. It really doesn't. Like, you know, you've got, like, there's there's some bits that are kind of fun. Like, I, I think it's funny that he's doing his, like, Sasuke cringe compilation bit. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, even, even that's kind of immediately undercut by following up with, the, oh, and Sakura is so in love with me, but that's just obnoxious. And, like, they, there's not really a single moment of, um, there, there's not really a single moment that communicates why you might like Naruto unless you like it when a character is dumb and obnoxious. Yeah, and, like, I, I feel like at this point in the show, Naruto has had more growth than that. Yeah, so it's it's weird to see that, I mean, like, the... Like, like it's, it's, it's weird to see that it displays Naruto in this way, especially because, like, this episode is uh, directed by Hayato Date, who's the series director. It's, like, written by Katsuyuki Sumisawa, who is, like, the, you know, main series composition guy for this first part of Naruto. And so it's weird that we've got the central guys here, and they're, the, the vision they show us of Naruto is, like, a guy who sucks, and pr- pretty much just the parts of him that suck. Like, it... The thing that was really weird to me is that I don't think they even mentioned that he's got the nine-tailed fox sealed him in him at all, and they don't, uh, and they don't really get into like any of the actual things that drive him as a character. Whereas when it's time to like show like Sasuke and Kakashi, it's like, oh, these guys are fucking cool. But Naruto is just like a, a joke guy, and this whole this whole thing we do, we don't get any other like representation of him that isn't just it, it's funny when he does something dumb, and it's just a weird choice for how you would in theory, be introducing this character to an audience that hasn't seen the show before. Right, and like, I, I, I can see I, I can see where they made the decision to do that in the framing of having it be like an interview with Naruto. Mm-hmm. Right, and so like, he wouldn't necessarily talk about the foxing and like a lot of the other like, heavier shit that's been going on in his life. Yeah, right, like I, I get that Naruto isn't a character who knows how to like, present himself in the most flattering light. But nobody else is, like, doing that for him either. Right, like, at, at that point, then, like, the, the the question is, is, like, okay, did you make a poor choice of, like, funny framing device? Yeah, I, it's, it's hard, it's really, it's, I guess it's kind of hard for me to see that, why, like, why this was the approach. Um, totally. Or, like, why they didn't, you know, try and, like, oh, maybe here's a segment where somebody is going to, like, where Konohamaru is going to, like, interview a character who has, like, a different perspective on Naruto. Like, maybe talk to Irika a bit. Or talk to Kakashi a bit, you know? Yeah. God, can you imagine this episode where it was just all the different characters just talking about Naruto? Yeah. I mean, you should probably talk about the other guys a little bit, but, like, we a lot of the episode is dedicated to talking about Naruto, and it doesn't it doesn't really it doesn't really show the guy's appeal very well, I don't think. No, it really doesn't. I don't actually have a ton more to say about the, the body of the episode. I did get a laugh when, uh... When it, it gets to the part where Udon is talking to Sasuke, and Udon's like, "Now Sasuke, who I feel like, who I feel is like my future self." I think I think that <laughs> that, that did get a laugh out of me. That's a pretty funny joke. It is a pretty good one. Other than that, I don't know. There's not like a there's not a ton here to really dig into, other than like what we talked about. I don't think. Yeah, I mean that's basically it. Should we talk about the ending song? Yeah, you said this was scary, Gwen. Would you like to elaborate on your feelings about why this is scary to you? So, the like. Ino and Sakura standing at, like, the sides, uh huh, sing- singing along to the song, like, the way that they're animated, the way they look, it's scary. I don't like it. It's a little jarring, maybe. You know, it's, uh, 
it is like deep in the uncanny valley for me. This is another Toshikisuru and uh, Hiropumi Suzuki joint. You know, I guess it goes to they can't all be winners. This is probably one of their weaker sequences on the whole. Um, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, like the song's okay and the rest of the... You know what? Honestly, I could not tell you what is in that big central rectangle. I don't remember. I mean, it, 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 does it like change to showing different things? I, it, it always washes over me. I'm always like distracted by their kind of like... They're like sort of like paper doll seeming animation that they have. Yeah, it's scary. I'm not scared by it, but it is like you know, it's, it's. I'm curious what that like what exactly uh, like, like if, if if there is something particular about the way this ending was produced um, that like leads to it looking like that, or if it was just you know this is how they decided to draw it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to find out. Also, you can't you can't tell anybody about this. Nobody can know my weaknesses. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I won't tell anybody about this, but you will upload this to the podcast feed, and I mean, that's fine. None of those people live in the world of Naruto like we do, so they can't do anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's good. So uh, is that... Is that everything we have to say about the recap episode? I think so. Okay, good. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it anymore. Episode 27, The Chunin Exam Stage 2. The Forest of Death. Naruto is getting overexcited before the second exam, so Ango decides to scare him a bit with a knife thrown at his head. This catches the attention of a horrible tongue woman from the village hidden in the grass. Ango moves on to lay out the rules for the survival test and has the kids sign consent forms because they might die. Everyone takes a minute to look over the consent forms. Sasuke susses out the stakes of the test, Sakura and Ino bicker, and Naruto has a brief run-in with Hinata. Okay, so... You mentioned the horrible tongue woman. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like, I mean, I'm not really interested in, like, playing koi and pretending that I don't know this is Orochimaru. Yeah, okay. Okay, um, and I guess that, uh, there's another thing I feel like I have to talk about, which is that, um, in every version of, uh, like, like, like every version of this script, except for, like, the official English releases of the anime, um, or at least in every Japanese and English version of that script, uh, Shiore, who is the the, 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 the tongue character, is uh, mm-hmm. referred to as a man, and it was in the English it was in the English release of the anime that like gendering the character that way was introduced, which is like okay. I'm not going to pretend that the English release of the anime introduces this kind of weird gendered element to Orochimaru's character, where like part of what's supposed to be menacing and scary about him is that like he is playing in that sort of ambiguously gendered space and like crossing those boundaries but i don't really feel good about the fact that they decided to add another instance of it right it's you know it's it's not i I just don't like it yeah i just don't like it um the other thing here is i i I guess i'm i mean maybe there's a lot of people with fucked up snake tongues but if I was Anko, who like has history with Orochimaru, I would probably be more on edge. I would like like I would maybe I would maybe be like a little more immediately suspicious if I saw somebody with like a horrible snake tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of that guy's deal. And also, I mean, I assume this is sort of the case where like wait, hold on, Ruby, Ruby, sorry, can I can I interrupt for a second? Sure, sure. You you th- you think Anko of all people who has history with Orochimaru would be able to identify a snake in the grass? <sighs> <laughs> Why have you done this? Proceed. Okay. Um. This is like. I mean, this is like. Oh, I can't believe they didn't notice this. I can't believe the characters didn't pick up on this. But it is like kind of funny to think about. Like, 
I mean, this is like a disguise for Orochimaru, but also this outfit is pretty much just what Orochimaru wears for the foreseeable future. Oh, yeah. And I imagine it's just a case of like, oh, yeah, I mean, the character appeared in disguise at first, and then that just kind of became the character's outfit rather than giving him a new one. But uh, because we do we do see later uh, jumping ahead a little bit when Anko like figures out like, oh, it's like this is Orochimaru's doing like her vision in her head of Orochimaru has like a totally different silhouette. Yeah, I don't know if we ever see Orochimaru looking like that again, but like, I guess I'll be interested to find out. Yeah. I, f- I feel like this, uh, I feel like this present, uh, like the present appearance of Orochimaru just kind of gets backfilled when we like see past Orochimaru, but I guess I could be wrong. Do you think? So like, we're, we're bad guys, right? Like, we're operatives in like the Konoha crash, like the whole... I don't like to think of us as being bad guys, but sure. Okay, um, do you... Do you think the reason that we're both p- part of that is because we're both trans women? I don't know how to approach this question. <laughs> like, are you saying are you saying that us being trans women renders us evil in the world of Naruto? Or are you saying that that like we have decided to uh, side with Orochimaru on the grounds of not being cis? <laughs> sure. <laughs> both? Either? Neither? <laughs> Yeah, you got even more to work with here, Glad. You really throw me for a loop here. Yeah, I mean, I think I think because we're not cis, we are evil in Naruto. Okay, I mean, you know, if we if we hold out for long enough, then I think we could just be like a normal like normal people who hang out in the background. But like for now, yeah, yeah, for now we're evil. Um, the other thing I want to point out in this scene just briefly, uh, in 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 the in the visual of the manga, we get while it's showing like Shiori walking back to Steam, we get this uh. We get this great image, which is a sequel to the image we talked about in the previous episode about um, Ab- the, the uh, Abumi shirt saying death on it. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> which is, uh, it is a, it is a translator's note that, uh, for, for those who, do, who may, maybe don't see this image themselves, it's a translator's note that reads, uh, you know, below an image of a character with a, lo- a, a loincloth with some characters on it, it says, the characters on the loincloth, yeah, the characters on the loincloth reads, crime. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I, I love the idea that people are just showing up to the tuning exams, like all, all like their idea of like trying to put on a tough show is just having like shirts and, and leg claws and other articles of clothing on that say fucked up shit on them. This is how you like make sure you don't look weak at the tuning exams. Sh- show up to the fucking SATs with booty shorts that say crime. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> how could you possibly lose? Yeah, uh, I guess m- moving past that, we get to. Uh... Anko starting to establish the rules for this test, which where it's very quickly revealed that unlike the previous stage, it's fine if if you kill people here. Yeah, it's it's normal. I think it's very funny that we get all those scenes uh, in the first test of uh, the Jonin East director for the rookie nine sitting around being like, "Oh man, I can't believe they got Ibiki Morino for their first test. That guy's like a weird, a real torture freak. It's gonna be so hard for them." And then they get to the second test, and it's like, "Yeah, go to the woods where people will try to kill you for five days." Uh, and that that's normal to them. Yeah, going to the woods. Uh, what Ibiki said earlier is like kind of not true. As long as it's in the woods, we're not gonna look too close at the bodies. Like, I mean, we we don't want any of us to be in trouble for being the people who like personally failed to prevent, uh, you know, any up and coming ninjas from a previous village from dying. So whenever you're like taking a test or doing a fight in front of us, we'll be making sure you're not going too far. 
But if we don't see it, we can't get in trouble. So like, go go wild out there. Yeah, and you all you all signed the form. <laughs> you all signed the form. We're also not going to take the test. So like, I don't make your peace with that. You do, I mean, they just got their big rousing speech about like how they had to be okay with death from a like a psychological manipulation expert himself. So like, presumably they're all pretty well primed for this. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me. Hey, remember how the village hidden in the mist was like sickos? For having their kids kill each other. <laughs> like, they kill each other at a younger age over there. Yeah, okay. That's what makes it fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at a, at a younger age. Uh-huh. Like, uh... How long has it been since Team 7 graduated? Uh... Uh, I guess it's been, like, a month or two. So maybe... <laughs> you know... Maybe not really that much of a younger age. Yeah, they're a whole month older now. It's totally different. I mean, look, most most of the time they're not taking the tuning exams when they're uh, when when they're twelve, so it's it's fine, you know. They they chose to do this, and that's different. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's. Uh, I mean, you know, it, when we talk about like this, I guess I guess our decision to destroy the village and the leaves is actually like. I mean, I think I think it, we come out looking pretty good there. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing actually. <laughs> Plus, if you're not aligned with Orochimaru, where else in the fucking ninja world are you going to get estrogen? I, I don't know. I'm not, I, I'll have to, like, consult the uh, the lore books to see if there's any, anywhere else that uh, is listed as a source for estrogen in the, in the ninja world. It might, it might just be Orochimaru. We, we get, like, a few more moments of, uh, of various characters interacting. Like, this is, a, this is a point where the anime is expanding from the manga a little bit, trying to, like... Fill out these character dynamics a little bit more. We get the scene between uh, between Sakura and Ino, where like Sakura is like, "Yeah, actually, I'm really excited to go die in the woods with a boy, but you should back out, you know." And Ino's like, "Ah, no, you should back out actually, because you're gonna die because you suck so bad." And I th- I feel like there are, there are moments where the anime is genuinely trying to like build on something a little more with this dynamic, make it a little more fleshed out before these characters have their fight later in the arc. Because um, mm-hmm. I think I think you know you you, you kind of get the sense here that like oh they're uh, you know they they're kind of worried for each other but neither of them want to back out on their own and so I don't know it's it's like it's like a little bit sweet if you can look past the the part where their entire relationship is filtered through uh, how they feel about Sasuke yeah then we get we get another moment of uh, Hinata approaching Arjo and being all shy and Arjo's like man this girl's weird I don't know what's up with that. <laughs> This is this is this is the kind of Naruto not doing anything that I that I'm that I'm fine with. I'm fine with this kind of, with them adding this kind of uh, Naruto funny dumb guy moments. Yeah, I like I like that Naruto. At, at least at this point, it's not like Naruto dislikes Hinata. Mm-hmm. He's just stupid. Yeah, he just doesn't really he doesn't really have people liking him in his life. So it's not something he has to parse or identify. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I think, I think I'm with you. I think it's kind of cute. Yeah, like I think there is the foundation for like, you know, like a like a, a pretty cute relationship between the characters that you could build, or or alternatively, just kind of like let be taken for granted for the next uh, several hundred chapters of your of your comic. It really it really it really depends on what what you feel like doing. I guess who can say which path Masashi Kishimoto will take? But well, one of, one of the two was like really specific, so I'm thinking maybe it was. <laughs> After all the teams have their scrolls, they head out to different gates, and all at once they set off into the forest. The grass ninja have it out for Team 7, Choji has a snack that almost gets his team found by a group of older kids, and Hinata, Kiba, and Shino lure some guys into leeches. Naruto ducks behind some bushes to pee, 
but he comes back acting kind of sus. So Sasuke decks him, and after a quick fight, reveals him to be an imposter. Uh, yeah, so um, as, as everybody's rushing into the forest, we, we get this... We get this sequence of like, we, we cut to each of the teams and like a character or two from each team. You know, we, we get a little bit of their internal monologues as we're going over this. And then we cut to Kabuto's team and it's just fucking head empty over there. Nobody's got shit they're, they're, they're worried about. They're just going to go into this forest. Oh, yeah. And they're all running off. I think that um, the, the, the setup for this uh, this forest test really feels kind of ambitious in the sense that um, there's a lot being put on the table. There, there are definitely more moving parts than have ever been at any point in like Naruto before this. You know, we've got we've got the four different teams of like Leaf Ninja who are going in here. We've got uh, or like you know they, they're actually characters that are going in here. We've got um, mm-hmm. you know we've we, we've got we've got the Sound Trio. We've got the Sand Siblings. We've got uh, we've got Orochimaru's team. You know, there's a uh, there is in theory a lot of moving parts um, that could be uh, that, that there, there's definitely like. In attempts to be taking on a lot, and I guess I'm curious to see how I feel about how well it manages all these things it's throwing into the air right now. Like, I, I don't know if I feel perfectly confident that it's going to juggle all of them, but it is interesting to see it trying to, like, the the past arc, like, like the past fights in this series were like, yeah, here are, like, here are, like, uh, like, five people on a bridge that are doing the fighting, and there's, like, two people standing slightly away, and, like, those two fights aren't interacting that much until, like, the end. And so this is definitely, like, an escalation in the amount of stuff that is, uh, I was being attempted. Yeah. I don't remember too well about how this actually goes because, you know, I haven't seen Naruto. I, I haven't seen this part of Naruto all that recently moving forward. But I think my perfect version of this is just like mostly focus on one group of guys per episode. Yeah. Like you get like a little, little like one off and yet so like, oh, here's, what, here's what these guys are doing. And like maybe those like wind up colliding with each other. Like I can see that being really fun. It's it's definitely like I think it's a pretty solid setup. Like I was uh, I was feeling kind of hesitant going into this part of the uh, of the arc, and um, I I guess we'll still we'll see how we feel because I think we've got like a couple more episodes of like this podcast just talking about the test in the forest. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I I think there's potential here, right? I think there's uh, I I, I do kind of like when there, when you've got like a story where there's just a bunch of guys bouncing off of each other and like coming out of, in and out of focus. So I guess we'll see what happens. Yeah, um, I, I, I want to say, I fucking love how uh, Hinata, Kiba, and Shino's group were, like, so psyched for this test. They're like, fuck yes. Survival is our whole thing. We're going to be so good at this We're going to be so good at this. She knows all about weird bugs. Uh, I guess Kiba could, I mean, you know, I, I guess Kiba can use his dog instincts to find, find food. You know, they're, they're, they're ready for it. Um, and I also like that they immediately kill some people. Like, they don't directly kill those guys, but they left them in a net, like, two weeks to move, and there's leeches that could kill them in five minutes around, so, like, I'll, I'll give that to them. Yeah. It's it's kind of amazing. Like, I feel like it gets played off because, again, it's not like any of them are directly taking a life with their own hands, but those guys aren't gonna... I don't think those guys are gonna make it five more days up in that net. No. <laughs> I don't think those guys are gonna make it ten more minutes up in that net, really. Yeah, there's like there's flying leeches around. There's flying leeches around that can kill you in five minutes. Like I, it, it, like it looks kind of like they killed the ones that got on them, but I don't think that's all the leeches. So, yeah. So good at these kids, I guess, for uh, taking lives. Um, you know what? If I'm being frank, mm-hmm. I think kind of like poor form, not offering a mercy killing. <laughs> I I think being tied up to leeches is a worse fate. Because, like, they they had to, like, 
get up close and personal to search through their bags and pockets and stuff for the scroll, right? Yeah, so I guess maybe they just come back in like five minutes and like, like we 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 don't see that, but I, I assume you know they do yeah. something like that, you know, or or it is safe to assume that a squad of three shinobi can get themselves out of a net and it was just to hold them off for long enough for their group to get away. I I I can believe in the in the version of this where those kids get out fine. Right, but like why are they standing around and setting up an obvious trap to like lure people in so they can then get away from the people? I think those guys are dead. I I'm just I'm just choosing to believe this. <laughs> I think there was an unseen part where they were like Sheena went up there and through the net, while they were all, like, stunned, went through all their bags and stuff and took the scroll. Okay. And then they'll, and they'll, they'll be fine, you think? You're, you're choosing to yeah, believe. Yeah, I, I believe in a minute or so, they'll, like, get enough movement back in their bodies that they can, okay. they can cut themselves out and, like, I don't know, start, start looking for someone else to jump. <laughs> you've, you've, you've chosen to believe in, uh, the good in the hearts of teammate. <laughs> yeah. Because they wouldn't do it for no reason. They're doing it to pass the test. That's fine. <laughs> this is how the test works. Okay. And we 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 cut back to. I mean, there's there's a bit with like, with like, uh, um, Shikamaru, Choji, and you know, but there's not really much to talk about there because it's just the the joke of Choji eats, and you know. Yeah, Choji is so funny and conveniences his friends. Yeah, and uh, that's 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 like that's nothing, nothing really to dwell on there. And then we we cut over to Team Seven. Um, and we, 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 like, like Sasuke, like, decks Naruto in the face after realizing he's fake, um, and then, like, this kind of spirals out into, like, a, a fight between the two of them for a while. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, kind of of two minds about this fight, because I think there's, like, a, a couple bits where it's, like, oh, yeah, they're, like, they're, like, bouncing off the trees as they chase after each other, and it's, like, like, so, so some of that staging is all right, but also there's a few times where it just, like, cuts to, like, an extreme close-up on Sasuke's face, and then he's just, like, somewhere else, and it, it makes the actual action kind of difficult to read. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, 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 I can't not worry about it. I look at I look at it and I've I've like lost track of of, of like like there, there's a specific bit I'm thinking about where like it, like you know they're they're like like Sasuke and the fake Naruto have their kunai's clash as they're like holding them and like it cuts into like Sasuke's face very abruptly and then like it's a different shot and then like Sasuke is behind the fake Naruto and it like it, it just like I, I just didn't have a very good sense of the visual continuity of the scene at some points in this. Yeah, it is it is pretty messy. It's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, Sasuke reveals the imposter. I think that's, that's about like all I have to say on this episode. Really, I'm like because because the next episode just goes like directly into like this scene again. So, episode twenty eight, eat or be eaten. Panic in the forest. The imposter reverts to his true form, and Naruto's tied up behind the bushes. Sasuke throws a knife that cuts Naruto's rope so he can work himself out. Sasuke and the imposter trade kunai, but he backs off once Naruto makes it into the fray. Not ready to let him off easy, Sasuke does a cool trick with his wall-walking chakra control and whips a knife at the imposter with his foot and follows up behind for a good stab. With that, the imposter takes to the trees to flee. Not wanting to have to deal with any more of that bullshit, Sasuke comes up with a password to recite whenever they get separated. Naruto doesn't catch it, and they're immediately confronted by Tongue Lady, Orochimaru, and the Grass Ninja friends. Something that you didn't mention in your summary um, is that this episode like is a continuation of the the scene with uh, Sasuke and the fake Naruto, who is actually Oboro, who's like a villager in the Rain Ninja, I think. Yeah. What what it, what it starts with is like like one thing at that point, like, rather than playing you know animation from the previous episode, that bit is like completely reanimated. Mm-hmm. Like we like 
and like it like it's it's much more like concise it's, it's like closer to uh beat for beat closer to the manga it, it doesn't like drag that bit out and so you know like ra- rather than having the fight it's just like yeah you know sasuke like punches naruto the fake naruto the fake naruto is flying back into a tree sasuke identifies the imposter and I, I was like i was kind of trying to figure out why this is because it seemed kind of weird to me at, at the time I, I i think i have some idea of like what it's doing in the specific context of this episode I should also say um, this episode is uh, storyboarded and directed by Masahiko Murata, who I, I talked about a bit before. Um, he did like the first episode of uh, the Land of Waves arc where they get attacked by the um, the Demon Brothers. I don't. Do you remember the Demon Brothers? Of course, I remember the Demon Brothers. I mentioned them later. Okay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, again, Murata is like an interesting director. Who I, I don't think is quite at full power yet, but I think that like I, I, I think there is some purpose in like making sure to specifically frame the scene and the the, the terms he's trying to do for this episode. And I think that um and that they'll get into later. And yeah, but like from from there, once we get past uh past the beats that are covered in the, in the previous episode, we're like we we continue forward with the fight. Um, I think that uh I I, I think this this like brief fight between Sasuke and Oboro is like there's a lot of like really appealing bits of animation. It flows super well. Um, I think it's like I think it's like an interesting case study and like it is very directly like beat for beat this is what this 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 is basically exactly how the fight goes in the manga there's not a lot of like diverging from or like expanding on the on the, on the source material it is just like like it like it, it is just the fight as it is in the manga with like enough smart changes to the framing and like enough little interstitial beats that make it still flowed like flow really well in terms of um in terms of in terms of how it looks in the uh in the anime um Mm-hmm. Kind of like I, I think this is like a, this is like a cool little fight. Like it's, it's pretty. Yeah, I like Sasuke's knife trick. The knife trick is cool. Like I, like you get the you get the you get the cool sound when like the he, he like he like catches the kunai beneath his foot and like really he like hacks it backwards. It's it's just yeah. It's it's, it's it's like cool. It's like it's like a title action scene. It doesn't like it's it's not drawn out. It's like yeah, it it, it does what it needs to do. It gets in. And it gets out. I am I am a little bit curious about what like knife trick accomplished besides like next to sasuke just like throwing kunai in that situation well um i don't know i mean it's uh i know don't worry about it it was cool don't worry about it. it's, it's cool uh you know he, he got he got over to use up his one air dodge so he's uh he's vulnerable for for charge for sasuke charging in mm-hmm. uh also can i say something about this yeah like for, say? For, for, for the dub mm-hmm. uh this guy uh what's his name obro obro yeah uh he has like a little bit of a mus of like a muffle going on in like the Japanese voice because mm-hmm. like he he has like the gas mask right yeah in the dub he's like way like tinned out like radio voice oh like it sounds fine it sounds good right like that's a that's a cool way for like a guy with like a face covering to sound I guess it's just kind of like a drastic difference for 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 I don't know why <laughs> somebody just wanted to like make cool like tinned out radio voice yeah. Didn't have much else going on right now. I was like, yeah, I want to put some post-processing on this bad boy. It's going to be sick. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. And then we get, uh, we, we, we get the real, we get the real Naruto coming back. We get Sasuke talking about the password. I, I think it's kind of interesting to think about, uh, just like, like, look at like how, how, um, Sasuke is making his password that's like too complicated for Naruto to remember on purpose. Um, cause like there's, there's a few variations in how different, uh, like translations of this, like approach it. Um, mm-hmm. Like the, the the subs for the subs that, that I'm using, and I think we have the same subs. Is like you know he he mentions this is like a this is like a ninja poem or like a ninja song, ninja chants, right? Yeah. And like he just and like so presumably it's like a it's it's like um you know, I, mean, I, I don't know if this is like a a, a poem that he's making some specific variation on that exists like already or like a 
or, or, or is it just like a specific part, specific part of it that he's referring to you know if it's just like some shared touchstone but like presumably there's like more there's like there's like some context to it and uh the the, the translation for the manga um well like, like it like it, it takes the same tack but it makes it rhyme which is uh, oh the the dub made it rhyme too oh yeah, yeah that's uh it, it's like cute little touch like i'm not I guess I wasn't actually listening closely enough to be sure it rhymed in the original Japanese text, but I guess uh, there's like an expectation of what a poem is like, or like what a song is like when a character is saying that they have a poem or a song they're reciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I guess it makes sense to like make that choice for the English audience. Yeah, I mean, like it, make, it definitely makes it easier to remember. Mm-hmm. Any, anything else you want to talk about here? Or are you ready to move on? Uh, I'm ready to move on. After dodging the Grass Ninja's big wind blast, Sasuke is approached by Sakura. He has her recite the password. Naruto comes in soon after and recites the password, but Sasuke knows something is up, so he hooks a knife at Naruto, revealing him to be another imposter. The Tongue Lady, Orochimaru. Meanwhile, Naruto has a run-in with a giant snake and gets swallowed. Tongue Lady, Orochimaru, swallows her Earth Scroll and hits Sasuke and Sakura with a wave of bloodlust that leaves them both shaken. Sasuke stabs himself in the leg to clear his head and get himself and Sakura out of danger. Naruto uses Shadow Clone Jutsu to explode the snake, Sasuke and Sakura are still being chased by the Tongue Lady, Orochimaru, when Naruto shows up, saying he forgot the password. Okay. Um, so I guess the first thing um, I'll talk about here briefly is like, I, you know, I mentioned the last episode being on a quest for the biggest randos in Naruto. I don't, or like, like the, the, the characters that nobody else like call, calls to mind and, and brings up, and brings up again. And like, I'm, I'm trying to figure out the parameters of this because if, if we count characters that don't have names, then maybe these like no we we absolutely do not count characters that don't have names okay we, we, it has to be named characters that like show up show up once like originate from the manga and um and like don't die right and away. Don't, don't die right away so th- these guys are excluded by the fact that they are both somebody is disguised as these guys that are already dead and also Orochibaru just tells them to fuck off and I don't think we ever see them again wait Ruby yeah that's us <laughs> no <laughs> Oh my god! We're in the we're in the anime. We made it. We made it. Which of us is wearing the loincloth that says "crime"? Me. Okay. Obviously. Obviously. You know I saw that loincloth called dibs. <laughs> Thought it was really funny. It is really funny. You're right. Yeah, Naruto just get, just gets blasted off and gets eaten by a snake. So bad, bad time for that kid. He's he's like re, he's removed from the scene for now. We 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 cut back to Sasuke, and this is this is kind of where I. I I start to think about like what um, Masako Murata is doing by like specifically structuring this episode such that we get the uh, we, we get Sasuke recognizing the imposter again at the top of the episode in a much more concise way, which is that like I mean at the start of the episode we see Sasuke he's like in top form he recognizes the imposter right away he fucking like owns him in a fight he's like you know even even when he's on the back foot he he gets back and controls the situation um, and here he's like we we get we get Sasuke like very ready to do the same thing again right like his. His password trick worked great. Like the the fake Naruto remembers the password, and he's like, "Oh, Naruto wouldn't do that, so you're fake." And uh, he's 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 ready to like pull it through again, and uh, just immediately goes terrible for him. Uh, we we do get we do get some fun Orochimaru being a freak, both with uh you know sw- swallowing the scroll, but also like right before unleashing the wave of bloodlust, just puts his finger in his eye. It's fucked up. <laughs> Why does he do that? I don't like it. Let the bloodlust out. It's, it's contained like like right right below the eyeball yeah i mean like you can't just like have it going at all times or like everybody you meet will just like everybody you meet will just have like a really stylistically striking vision of themselves being like torn apart by like the force of your 
like willingness to kill them. Yeah, you you can't just let that happen all the time, or it won't be as cool when you do it. Yeah, I, I think that um, I think that Masaki Kamrata is a as a director at this point in Naruto. Like, I, I don't know if like like I, I don't know where he's at in his career, like in comparison to like other shit he's worked on in this time. If like it if this specific show is one where he is more restrained than usual, or if in general he's still kind of developing his ideas. Like a, a lot of this episode is kind of more restrained than how I think of a lot of his work, like even on this show will be. But there are definitely some moments like this one where uh. Orochimaru is unleashing the wave of bloodlust where and like the whole screen just goes like this, this heavy orange tint and uh, you get, like these are these really like striking ominous shots of like Sakura and Sasuke being like kind of torn apart is like it's just immediately recognizable it's like oh okay this is like a Masahiko Murata ass shot this is like very much uh, this is very this is very much uh, very identifiably his work which I think is always cool to see that 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 it just looks so good it looks very it looks very good the the, the way it like the the way it like leaves it, the way it like ends it with like the 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 kunai in both of their heads, and then they like shocks back to reality, like in that same position. It's mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, it, it it's really executing this idea very well. I think it's 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 doing a great job with that. And yeah, so I th- and I think it also like works very well. Like you know, like I said, we had Sasuke like at top of his game at the start of the episode, and then like this happens, and he's just a fucking wreck for the rest of it. Yeah. Which is, I, I think, I think it makes it very striking when, like, suddenly shit is going bad for him because we, you know, we 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 saw him. He's like a competent kid, and now uh, there's like a monster freak who's trying to kill him. Yeah, who's like, you know, to to be fair, mm-hmm. like the main bad guy in this like big stretch of the anime. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this is like this is like a big deal. This is like a big first impression. Like, it, I think it's it, like Orochimaru's success in making a very strong first impression here by like. Um, like I think that I, I, let me let me let me take another run at that. I, I think that this is, is like doing a very good job of making a first a strong first impression for Orochimaru because like it like he's just immediately set opposite like he, he here's the kind of shit that a kid like Sasuke is able to handle and is expected to be able to handle right now and here's the kind of shit that a kid like Sasuke is gonna get fucked up by. Yeah, right. Like he, he here's the kind of shit that a kid like Sasuke can't fucking look at in the eyes right now. Mm-hmm. And so I, th- I think all of the, uh, all, all of the stuff with Sasuke is like pr- is like really really compelling. This episode, a lot of the stuff with Naruto, less so. We get a lot of shots of Naruto inside of the snake. I don't like it. He's just in the snake too much. He's just in the snake too much. We keep cutting back to him in the snake. We get his like, we get like his, you know, he's he's like imagining himself like he's like wondering what will happen if he dies here in this snake and in between like shots of him like surrounded by like fucking snake innards and it's terrible. I want I just don't I don't want this to be happening anymore and it keeps happening. No, it's like it's it's just yucky. It's yucky. It feels a little perverse. I don't know. Well, I don't know if that was the intent or if this is just like oh well unfortunately culture on the on the internet has happened. But like yeah. Yeah, right. Like, did they? Like, could they have known that Vor was a thing? Like, like it's possible. I don't know. I guess it's it's hard to know if so, if somebody thought they were getting away with something something when they were drawing this, or if uh, like it just kind of coincidentally turned out this way. Like, it feels like too much of a coincidence to be an accident. But also, like when this was made, I'm like, maybe it was an accident. <laughs> we just don't know. But it's okay. Naruto explodes the snake. We're we're done with that. We don't have to think about it ever again. Yeah, Nar- Naruto. Naruto. I yeah. He he shows back up. It's great. Like it's a great moment for him. Again, like it's. I I, I think it's really cute how like earlier when like Sasuke was like 
Wait, Sakura, this is imposter. Think about it. What would Naruto be saying right now? Mm. And Naruto's almost like, hey, I forgot the password. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's great. And it's also like, I mean, I, I talked about that when we're talking about the opening, that sort of repeating individual of like Naruto being this guy who like shows up and kind of blows away this like oppressive atmosphere. And it's like very directly like, like that, 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 this is, is like very like something that's in the show. Like, like it, like this is what makes Naruto like a cool guy. He like he shows up and he like dispels that tension and he's like there for his friends and it's it's, it's great. Love that kid. It rules. All right, uh, man, I feel like we're blasting through it. But you ready to go to the next episode? Yeah, sure. All right, fuck yeah. Episode twenty nine, Naruto's counterattack. Never give in. Sasuke's feeling way in over his head and offers his stroll to the Snake Lady Orochimaru. In return for their lives, but Naruto intercepts and punches Sasuke, refusing to believe that he'd be that much of a coward. Tongue Lady starts summoning another snake, and Naruto rushes her, but gets blown away in a gust of snake wind. Outside the forest, the corpses of the three grass ninja are found without faces, including Snake Lady. Unko recognizes this as the work of that man, Orochimaru, and heads off into the forest to intercept. I think it's like a, it is a great. Uh, classic shonen protagonist thing for Naruto to see Sasuke being like, okay, I'm just going to give you the scroll, leave this alone, and be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? This is lame. Sasuke would do this. Sasuke is cool. Lo- love Naruto here. Naruto's great. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like, I, I, I don't think the punch in this episode looks particularly good. It feels kind of weightless. Uh, this is kind of a running theme with this episode, but like... Yeah, what, what's really funny to me about this is that like Naruto's talking about like imposter stuff but he's the only one who's been like he, he's the only one that's been in an imposter he hasn't been around for like the, the sussing out of imposters right yeah like, like this isn't like something he's trying to turn back on sasuke it's like a is like a is i don't know like a way to get back for like trying to attack people look at him he's just like this is obviously a fake sasuke i'm gonna get his ass <laughs> yeah he just believes in his bro it's beautiful you know, uh, Orochimaru summons the snake in response to Naruto's arrival, and um, I, th- I think I think I noticed here, and this is like consistent with the manga, is that like Orochimaru is standing on a tree, and the tree just explodes when he summons the snake. Like he just instigives the tree with the snake. It's uh, I guess it works like that. Telefrag, yeah, that's that's normal. I think it's it's normal. We 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 we've we've learned this about the mechanics of summoning. You could like you could like summon like a you could like summon like a small dog into a guy's heart, and you'd be fucked. <laughs> Kakashi, don't <laughs> don't get any ideas. No, I don't think Kakashi would do that to his dog. Yeah, I feel I feel like you really like you really got to let the dog know if you're doing that kind of shit. That's got to be, like, in the conditions of the contract, and no dog would sign that. Snake, however? Snake would blow up fucking anything. Yeah, snakes are like, yeah, that sounds fucking badass. Let's go. Snakes are the, are the sickos of the animal summoning world. God, I'm imagining, like, a like a snake that's small enough to be inside the heart, but not, not like, hurt it super directly, right? So- Just like, I got a snake around your heart, so fucking watch what you're doing. Watch what you say to me. Yeah, right, as, like, a, as like an interrogation thing, right? Ah, oh, that's scary. I don't like it. Anyway, I hope Orochimaru can't do that. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I hope there's not a snake around my heart right now. Yeah, we can't talk to him about this. We can't release this episode. We can't give him any ideas. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. He doesn't, he he won't listen to this. Uh, they don't have the internet. They don't have podcasts right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's fine if Boruto version of Orochimaru hears this. He's like really, he's really, he's really chilled out by then. So he'll be like, "Oh yeah," he'll, he'll like, "You're like, like, oh, that's pretty funny. Don't worry about it." 
Yeah, we, uh, we, we, cut, we cut over to Anko. Um, Anko. Anko is doing one of her bits of eating a lot of Dango, which is, I guess, like, which is, like, you know, I mean, that's, I, I guess it's, like, foreshadowing of, like, her eventually in Boruto becoming, like, the fifth uh, fat character who eats a lot uh, character in, in, this, in the franchise. But, you know, for now, I guess it's just, uh, it's just something she's doing. You know, she gets, she gets called over to, she gets called over to, like, to find some corpses, uh, of, 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 like, ninja who are supposed to be taking this exam. Um, and, uh, I, I, the, the thing I'm kind of curious about here is, like, um, like, like, in, in, in both the anime and the manga, they talk a lot about how, uh, about, like, how, how, how fucked up this looks and how scary this looks. And I'm... In, in the anime, I totally believe, like, yeah, you know, broadcast regulations would mean you probably, like, ease this ease this off. Like, a lot of the more severe violence in the manga gets toned down. But even in the, even in the manga, we don't see these, we don't see whatever, like, fucked up things happen to these guys' faces. And I have to, I have to wonder if Masashi Kishimoto just backed down from drawing it, or if his editor was like, hey, don't put that, don't put that in our children's magazine. Yeah, don't, don't draw that. Hey. Hey, <laughs> don't draw that. That's gross. I think it would be funny if it was just skeleton faces. <laughs> You can't show skulls. <laughs> it's too scary. Masashi Kishimoto's editor in specific hates skulls. He's like, no, no, ah, 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 take it away. <laughs> no. I don't know. Like, I, I don't have a ton more to say about that scene. It's like, you know, it's it's a uh, stake setting for what happens next. We get a little more hinting that, like, you know, Akko has some, like, history with Orochimaru, uh, which we'll, we'll get into more, like, next week, probably. But, uh... Alright, so, uh, move on? Yeah, sure. Naruto slams against a tree and gets angry with the fox chakra, then starts beating the shit out of the giant snake. This is the first time Sasuke and Sakura see Naruto go apeshit, so they're taken aback. Tongue Lady knocks Naruto out of the air with a fireball and goes for Sasuke, but Naruto intercepts, catching the snake by the nose and stopping it in its tracks. Naruto calls Sasuke a scaredy cat as a callback to when Naruto froze up against those mist ninja with the chains. Tongue Lady breaks them up by grabbing Naruto with her tongue and recognizes Naruto as having the nine-tailed fox inside of him. She uses a sealing jutsu to lock away the fox chakra, weakening Naruto and grabbing the scroll before tossing him aside. Sasuke remembers his revenge quest and resolves himself to take on the tongue lady. Okay, yeah, so we we get into the, the bulk of the, the fighting in this episode, and it really is a shame to say that it just doesn't look very good at all. Because there, there's like two separate problems going on, and one is that like pretty much all of the animation feels kind of weightless. Um, yeah, like there's a bit where like Naruto with the fox chakra goes and like kicks the snake in the face, and it just kind of like bobs back a tiny bit, and there's like no real like feedback on the hit, and um, and that's just that's just like I think that's very representative of how the action looks in this to me. And there's also a sense of like it it's just not like staged particularly clearly or well. Like it's like the the the, the big thing to me there is like I mean there's a scene where. Naruto gets sent flying, right? And, like, the first shot is, like, he is falling away from the camera, and, like, it looks like he's falling down, right? Because of, uh, the, the way the shot is angled, but also the fact that the background is, like, going down to, like, I don't know, I assume, like, kind of the dark of the forest floor. Yeah. And then, like, the next shot is him, like, flying up and into a branch, and, like, for, from the following shots, it's, we, we, it's, like, pretty easy to, like, yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be falling up there, but, like, he didn't really look, like, but, like, it just feels like this really, like, sudden and jarring switch of, uh, like the, the the direction of movement between those two shots um yeah and like it really doesn't help that the whole thing takes place in like a branch void yeah no it, it's uh i mean you know it's not it's um it does kind of make like naruto unleashing his box here like feel kind of like it's not sold particularly well by this episode and 
like a lot of the heavy lifting is being done by like the previous episode where we like came to understand that Orochimaru here in this situation is a threat. And so, okay, by by being able to stand in the way of that, like narratively, the Naruto is also like strong here. But the actual visuals of the episode are doing they're doing basically none of that lifting. Yeah, and like when when Naruto's beating up the snake. It's a lot of, like, Naruto almost, like, floating in place, just, like, pummeling the snake, and then the snake not reacting all that much. Yeah, and then we, like, cut to a bunch of, like, logs floating upwards. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's just kind of a bummer, you know? Like... Yeah. Because, like, I mean, we, we've had episodes where, like, oh, yeah, there's there's some fighting, and it's, like, pretty plain looking, but it ultimately gets the point across. And I think this is the this is the first, like, action episode where it's just, like, oh, I, I feel like the actual things that are happening are not being conveyed all that clearly in addition to uh like you know like it, it can't be like a super flashy show every week but totally uh, like even though, like the, the 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 kind of poor delivery i don't think can really like ruin the moment where like how naruto gets to like turn around the turn around like calling a sasuke sasuke a scaredy cat like i think that still works as like a character beat yeah and and i i do think it's cool how naruto stopped that big snake yeah, yeah, I think that's like. I mean, it helps. This is a. This is like a. An, like a. Some. This is a visual that works well as like a still image because you can have Naruto after the snake has been stopped, like just sort of standing in front of it by like a splint, a splintered tree branch. Like it, it. You you can communicate that one pretty clearly without like a ton of movement, and that that is definitely to uh, the benefit of this episode. Oh yeah. I think it's, I think that's a fun moment for Naruto to have. I think it's like, it's also cool to see him like using the Fox Chakra in a way that is like a little more composed than the last time it happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, last time it was like spilling out of him and he like grew claws and stuff. Yeah, but like even beyond like the physical, it's like, oh, it's like, oh yeah, he's like, he's not just uh, like, oh yeah, this is still like Naruto, right? Like he's still like, he's still like talking and stuff. He's still like. Yeah. Like it's, it's. It, 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 it's fun to see the different ways that that can manifest, and mm-hmm. I, I, I think leaning at that is, is, is like something that, uh, that that Naruto does pretty well. Can we talk about when when Sasuke was like remembering that he wants to kill his brother? Mm-hmm. The 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 Itachi that we saw about how he looks bald. <laughs> Why is he bald? You also you also noticed this. He does look very bald. Um, <laughs> Why did they make him bald? I don't know, because, like, <laughs> it's because, like there's, there's, like, parts of the design that are clearly there. Um, like, you, like, because you've got, like, lines under his eyes. That's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's Itachi's face. But then he's bald also. Did, did Sasuke just figure he'd be bald by now? <laughs> uh, he's, like, so old now. <laughs> I have to kill Itachi before I'm too old and bald to do it. I've only got like twelve. I've only got like eight years. He's like, yeah. Sasuke's like, okay. He abandoned the village. What's the first thing you do when you abandon a village? Shave your head. Uh, like, yeah. I mean, in the manga, in the scene, right? Uh, like, you, you, you get like a pretty vague outline of uh, of Itachi. So, and I, I can see you could look at it and go like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe he's bald. Like, like if if you look a little closely, you can also see that he's got. Uh, you can see a bit of like implication of he's got hair and isn't just bald. Like, like here, here's the image I'm talking about from the manga. I'll probably also put the bald Itachi from the anime when I'm like posting the images we talk about here. Yeah, but like this isn't all they had to go on when they uh, like by the time this episode, thinking about like the the production schedule, maybe it was a little tighter. 
But like Itachi had shown up in the manga by now. Yeah. So that they could probably at least know that he wasn't bald. Is all is all I'm saying. It's so funny that he's bald. <laughs> but like on on Sasuke beats the art about how he thinks Itachi is bald now. Um, I I, I think that uh. I think that there's like some pretty solid like laying the tracks for like hey here's where, here's where Sasuke as a character is going to go. I think this is like a I, I, I think the moment of him seeing Naruto actually like be strong with the with the nine tailed fox chakra because he was like unconscious last time and like just be like ah shit oh fuck I, I'm I'm not the strong one here anymore is like I mean yeah this is like this is like a fairly standard way to like establish like and like complicate the rival dynamic but I think it's um but I think like between the previous episode and and this one I think we're we're getting like a very we're getting a very clear picture of like what will lead Sasuke to feel like he's not strong enough without relying on some outside sources for power. So I, I think that like on that level, at least, you know, the, the, this this forest test is is doing is doing what it intends to very cleanly. Yeah, for sure. It is very easy to see like a through line from like where Sasuke is at the end of this episode to some decisions he makes a little bit later. Yeah, like a hundred episodes from now, right? Like it's yeah. I, I think that is like setting aside any like th- any like concerns about the actual like structure of the plotting. I, th- I think the uh, the emotional through line of, of like you know like what Sasuke is being driven by is like very. I, I think it's very clear that it was like considered and um, like there's definitely something that was like very clearly in mind at this stage. I'm like I'm like happy to see that. Yeah. All right. So uh, I guess those are our episodes this week. What are we watching next week? Next week we are we're kicking things off with a bang with episode thirty, which I'm very excited to talk about. And then we're also watching episodes thirty one and thirty two, which you know we'll probably have a fine time with. But I'm I'm a little less excited about those. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you want to support the show, you can check out our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/KonahaCrush, all one word. Uh, and if you want to see any of the images we talked about this episode, you can check out our Twitter uh, at KonahaCrush, all one word. Uh, later, and remember, there's no such thing as filler.